0: Hey, this is Mark Trikel with another episode of With Flying Colors. So last week, September 22nd, NCUA held its first public board meeting, face-to-face board meeting with the public in more than two and a half years. And ironically, the last NCUA public face-to-face board meeting was in February of 2020. At that point in time, I was still NCUA's executive director and we shut down the agency from going into credit unions. We shut down the regional offices and we shut down the public board meetings, anticipating a very short okay. respite from face-to-face work, face-to-face board meetings, etc. cetera. And well, you all know what happened since then. So NCUA launched their public board meetings being face-to-face again this past month. And I was fortunate enough to be in town and I was able to attend the meeting. I could tell that staff were excited to be together. I could tell that credit union folks were excited to be at the meeting. And I could tell the board was thrilled to be back together again. Interestingly, also, And to a vice chairman, Kyle Hauptman, this was his first face-to-face board meeting since becoming a board member in December of 2020. So I've heard him say publicly that he hasn't met a lot of staff and he met some staff there face-to-face for the first time at the meeting. So the agenda had three items. I will break them into three short podcasts so you can get the major takeaways from my perspective. The first item on the agenda was the National Credit Union Share Insurance Fund briefing for the second quarter of 2022, otherwise known as the Insurance Fund. I will refer to it here as the Insurance Fund. There were a couple of takeaways that I will summarize here. Generally speaking, when they have these briefings, there's two charts I like to look at, which are the camel codes based on shares and the camel codes based on number of units in each asset category of certain particular CAMEL codes. The other takeaway that I wanna speak to is whether or not you should be seeing an assessment by NCUA or perhaps get a dividend from NCUA based on where the insurance fund is. So first up, I wanna speak to CAMEL codes in the industry. And I will include a link in the show notes to where you can get the slide deck for this if you happen to be interested. But on slide seven, they have this slide every quarter. It shows the percentage of insured shares and the total number of credit unions by CAMEL Codes. And what essentially your takeaway when you look at this slide, which starts with data in December, 2017 and goes forward to June of 2022, is that the CAMEL Code 4s and Code 5s as a percentage of insured shares, has gone down from 80 basis points to 21 basis points. So there's one-fourth as many code fours and fives today as there were in 2017, which when you think about what's going on in the world today, it's probably bottomed out. With rates going up, with liquidity getting tighter, I can only project that camel code fours and code fives have bottomed out and that it's likely that those will increase, especially in light of what the U.S. Treasury is doing to get inflation under control. To get inflation under control, they're raising interest rates and those interest rates are causing some good things and some bad things for the insurance fund some good things and some bad things for credit unions but there are credit unions out there who will get a little bit stressed by this particularly when you throw in unemployment likely going up if the fed continues on uh, the path that they are on which they believe to be an appropriate path again to get inflation under control so as i said camel code 4s and code 5s have plummeted over that same time period camel 3s have gone down from 4.5% of shares to about half of that, 2.3% of shares. So again, that number is trending down. Where is it going to go from here? I think it has no nowhere to go but back up. And CAMEL code 1s and code 2s increased from 95% to 97.5%. So the trends are good there for credit unions, which is a positive, but I, I believe that will tend to go in the opposite direction. Another slide that I actually like a little bit better is slide eight and in slide eight, this is camel codes comparisons by asset size. And they break it down into those that are code fours and fives and those that are code threes. Interestingly, there are zero camel code fours or code fives that are greater than $1 billion in assets. There are zero camel code fours or fives between 500 million and 1 billion. It's not until you get to the category of 100 million in assets to 500 million in assets that you find some camel code fours and code fives in the credit union landscape today. And there are 11 this quarter, there were 11 last quarter, and they total $1.8 billion in assets. The next category down is 10 million to 100 million, and there are 44 credit unions totaling 1.5 billion in assets. Below that is the category of everything else, which would be those credit unions below 10 million in assets. And while that has decreased, the code fours and code fives have decreased over the last quarter by nine units. There are still 62 credit unions that are small, less than 10 million that are code four or code five. They total $0.2 billion. So not as I said, not a lot of code fours, not a lot of code fives and zero large code fives or code fours. When you look at camel code threes, you do start to see some camel code threes over a billion dollars. And although it's minimal, there are only four credit unions in it with assets greater than 1 billion that are currently camel code threes and their assets total 5.2 billion. The next category down 500 million to 1 billion. There are eight credit unions with assets totaling 5.1 billion. Now, why do they talk about camel codes when they talk about the insurance fund? Well, camel codes, for example, a camel code five by NCUA's definition says that if you're code five and nothing's changed, you'll be gone in a year. When you're going to be gone in a year and you're code five, NCUA is likely going to have to kick some cash in to make that happen. That's why they speak about camel codes as it relates to the insurance fund. So, code three is between 100 million and 500 million. This is where the numbers start to get a little bit of momentum. There are 86. Code threes in that asset core category of 100 million to 500 million with $15.5 billion in assets. That's an increase of seven units since the last quarter. 10 million to 100 million has basically been stable. There's 369 units with $12.6 billion in assets. And then $10 million and under, there are 288 credit unions with less than $10 million in assets that are code threes with essentially a billion dollars in assets. This portrays the numbers a little bit differently. It shows that the big credit unions that have the synergies and the resources tend to have better camel codes. When you get the further down the spectrum you get, the more likely you are to have a a worse camel rating and as a result you'll see ncoa more frequently and that's what quite frankly attributes to mergers over time that and ceos in smaller credit unions retiring and not necessarily being able to find someone to take their place so again with where the economy's going to be going over the next 6 12 18 months I think these briefings will start to show deterioration here, which will ultimately lead to some insurance fund losses. However, the insurance fund is improving. And part of the reason that it is improving is because share growth has slowed. While that share growth has slowed, obviously, there was extensive growth related to the pandemic, the influx of assistance and people putting that money into savings. So credit unions grew and that when the denominator grows, that stresses the insurance fund, which bottomed out at 1.23% in June of 2021. Fortunately, that's back up to 1.26%. And the NCUA has a normal operating level of 1.33%. Now, in order for you to get a dividend on your insurance deposit, NCUA would have to decide to do that, and they would only typically do that if the insurance fund was above the normal operating level, and they're projecting at the end of the year that with 2 or 3% share growth the remainder of the year, that the insurance fund's equity ratio will be at 1.3%, so it'll be below the normal operating level. So answering the question of, are you going to get a dividend? No, I don't anticipate you will. And are you have to pay, going to have to pay a premium? I don't anticipate you will. So things are looking okay in this arena, although board members did talk to the fact that the economic stresses could lead this to swing the other way. And there was a reference to big credit unions potentially swinging the other way. And of course, when a big credit union fails, NCUA is more likely to have an insurance loss, which can impact these numbers. Because quite frankly, when a small credit union fails, as they say, those numbers are budget dust and they really do not impact the insurance fund much at all. So there were other discussions about the fact that the CARES Act created some flexibilities for the CLF to have more liquidity availability during the pandemic. And there's concern that if, as that CARES Act sunsets, that smaller credit unions will not have as much access to the CLF. All three board members spoke to a proposed bill out there that will fix this. And that's wise. Any access to potential liquidity at the CLF for credit unions and basically NCUA having a bigger line of credit during a crisis is a good thing for credit unions. It's a good thing for large credit unions and small credit unions, but those small credit unions have lesser ability to find Ways or to, to afford joining the CLF. So, hopefully, this will get resolved, and all three board members referenced the fact that they were supportive of it. <laughs> <clears throat> Lastly, there's a lot of discussion about transparency and the fact that NCUA strives to be uh, a very transparent agency. There have been discussions out in credit union land by some pundits that there should be more disclosure on the insurance fund. And there were a lot of questions that really got on the public record how much sunshine there is on this and and some things that they may be doing to increase the sunshine on the insurance fund so that stakeholders can understand how NCUA for example, establishes the normal operating level. So those are things you might see coming forward soon. And there was a healthy, robust discussion uh, on that. You you really have to love the insurance fund and love accounting to get into the detail that they went there. But again, they, they, the, the fact that they were discussing it was transparent and they were discussing becoming more transparent. So in summary, CAMEL codes continue to get better, but that trend is likely stopping. I think you will not have a dividend. And I think you will also not have a premium. So that's a, a good thing. Board members are cautious about where the economy is at and how that might impact credit unions, particularly larger credit unions. And again, as they give a hat tip to larger credit unions and that creating risk, I've talked about the fact that two board members have publicly talked about the need for a large credit union program, and that would be Chairman Harper and Board Member Hood. And as we sit here in September, the NCUA should be releasing their budget, their staff budget proposal in October. There will be a budget briefing, and then there will be a budget vote. I'm expecting that There will be some references to larger credit unions, potentially more specialists, potentially more costs relative to the industry, relative to that. And I'm looking forward to digesting those documents when they come out. And it's possible that there could be some references there to the aforementioned large credit union program. All right, that's it. That's my take on the insurance fund briefing. No dividend, no premium. Camel codes look good, but could go the wrong way. And this is Mark Trichel signing off with Flying Colors. Thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at marktreichel.com.